Good morning. Today is Friday, May 17th, 2019. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 40 and 54, the Wisdom of Solomon 6, 12 through 23, Colossians 3, 1 through 11, and Luke 7, 1 through 17. We begin in Enriching Our Worship 1 on page 19. Excuse me, 18. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. We will use the Confession of Sin in the Book of Common Prayer, found on page 79. Dearly beloved, We have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, Have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. O come, let us worship. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to the Lord a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, Let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Happy are those who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after false gods. You have multiplied, O Lord, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. Were I to proclaim and tell of them, they would be more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Here I am. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not, O Lord, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. For evils have encompassed me without number. My iniquities have overtaken me until I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O, o Lord, make haste to help me. Let all those be put to shame and confusion who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha! Aha! But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord! As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God. <coughs> Psalm 54 Save me, O oh God, by your name, and vindicate me by your might. Hear my prayer, O oh God. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For the insolent have risen against me, the ruthless seek my life. They do not set God before them. But surely God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. He will repay my enemies for their evil. In your faithfulness put an end to them. With the free will offering I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me from every trouble and my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Wisdom 6, 12-23 Wisdom is radiant and unfading, and she is easily discerned by those who love her, and is found by those who seek her. 
she hastens to make herself known to those who desire her. One who rises early to seek her will have no difficulty, for she will be found sitting at the gate. To fix one's thought on her is perfect, is perfect understanding, and one who is vigilant on her account will soon be free from care, because she goes about seeking those worthy of her, and she graciously appears to them in their paths and meets them in every thought. The beginning of wisdom is the most sincere desire for instruction, and concern for instruction is love of her, and love of her is the keeping of her laws, and giving heed to her laws is assurance of immortality, and immortality brings one near to God. So the desire for wisdom leads to a kingdom. Therefore, if you delight in thrones and scepters, O monarchs over the peoples, Honor wisdom, so that you may reign forever. I will tell you what wisdom is and how she came to be, and I will hide no secrets from you, but I will trace her course from the beginning of creation and make knowledge of her clear, and I will not pass by the truth, nor will I travel in the company of sickly envy, for envy does not associate with wisdom. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle G, found on page 34 of Enriching Our Worship 1. A Song of Ezekiel. I will take you from among all nations and gather you from all lands to bring you home. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and purify you from false gods and uncleanness. A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit put within you. I will take the stone heart from your chest and give you a heart of flesh. I will help you walk in my laws and cherish my commandments and do them. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity as it was in the beginning, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Colossians 3, 1-11 So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways you also once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with a new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, 
but Christ is all and in all. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle K, found on page 36 of Enriching Our Worship 1, a song of our adoption. Blessed are you, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for you have blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Before the world was made, you chose us to be yours in Christ, that we should be holy and blameless before you. You destined us for adoption as your children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of your will, to the praise of your glorious grace that you have freely given us in the Beloved. In you we have redemption through the blood of Christ, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of your grace, which you have lavished upon us. You have made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of your will, according to your good pleasure which you set forth in Christ, is a plan for the fullness of time, to gather together all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Luke 7, 1-17 Praise to you, Lord Christ. After Jesus had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave whom he valued highly and who was ill and close to death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly saying, He is worthy of having you do this for him, for he loves our people, and it is he who built our synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore I did not presume to come to you, but only speak the word and let my servant be healed. For I also am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me, and I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and the slave does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and she was a widow, and with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her, and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still, and he said, Young man! I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. This word about him spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. The Gospel of the Lord. 
praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. With the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96 of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. There is a great need for healing in our greater world and in the personal circles of my communities, all of them. And, um, and so instead of using one of the usual sets of suffrages found in the Book of Common Prayer or in Enriching Our Worship One, we're going to use the suffrages that go, or the prayers of the people may be the better way to say that, they go along with the Litany of Healing, found on page 33 of Enriching Our Worship 2, which is Ministry with the Sick or Dying. And Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. I'm going to pause and say all my names out loud. I encourage you all to do the same. God the Father, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you. O Lord. Holy Trinity, one God, in you we live and move and have our being. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. Lord, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent, a knowledge of your will, and awareness of your presence. Hear us, O Lord of life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind 
in serenity of spirit. Hear us, O Lord of life. Bless physicians, nurses, nurses, and all who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us, O Lord of life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O Lord of life. You are the Lord who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O Lord, is the well of life. And in your light, we see light. Hear us, O Lord of life. Heal us and make us whole. Heavenly Father, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of your Son. Accept and fulfill our petitions, we pray, not as we ask in our ignorance, nor as we deserve in our sinfulness, but as you know and love us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the God who goes before us through desert places by night and by day be our companion and guide. May our journey be with the saints. May the Holy Spirit be our strength and Christ our clothing of light in whose name we pray. Amen. May God who is a strong tower to all, to whom all things in heaven and on earth bow and obey, be now and evermore our defense and help us to know that the name given to us for health and salvation is the name of the re is the name of our redeemer Jesus Christ amen thank you holy one of blessing for the good work of healing already begun in your children grant that they may wait upon you with an expectant heart and rise up in joy at your call in Christ's name we pray amen God of all mercy, help us who minister with the sick and dying to remember that though we may appear healthy, we too suffer from the universal human condition in a fallen world. Flesh withers, and we must all die to the life we know. Therefore, O God, our help, teach us to be aware of our own infirmities, the better to make others understand they are not alone in their illness. Restore to us all in the love of the holy and undivided Trinity, which is our true health and salvation. Amen. I have a few words to say about the readings. My mind is mostly fixed on healing, which I suppose is where it should be. I'd like to talk about our New Testament reading in Colossians. It is, it is beautiful, all-inclusive language, and this is one of the few passages that I'm like, let's just take this literally and go. 
I mean, of course, not quite literally because we're not condoning slavery. And I guess if you read it literally, you could twist it that way. But let me just pray it as a prayer to us. We have been raised with Christ, so we seek, we focus, we fix on the things that are with Christ, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. We set our minds there on love, not on the things that worry us here on this earth. For we have died to everything that we were enslaved to before. In our true life, our spiritual life, our life of love, our life that stems from Christ, is with Christ and God. When Christ is revealed, our true selves will also be revealed with Christ in glory. So let us put to death anything that is coming between us and our relationship with Christ and the love of Christ and the godliness that is in all God's creation. Some examples of that are fornication, impurity, passion, and by passion here we mean passion as defined by the ancients, which is that distracting obsession, evil desire and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath is God, of God is coming. If we do not cooperate with God to remove them, they will at some point be torn away. These are the things that we once followed, the things that led us off the path, the things that we fixated on. But now, now that our eyes have been opened, now that we know God and know God's love, we must get rid of all such things. We must remove anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from our mouths with God's help. God, help us to do this. We know we cannot do it on our own. We will not lie to each other. For we have stripped off the old self with its practices and we have clothed ourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator, God. In this renewal, there is no longer American and Mexican, Christian and heathen, black and white, male and female. There is no us and other. There is only Christ in all. Amen. Let us open our eyes and see Christ in each other and treat ourselves and all of humankind with the compassion and love that God intended.
for our gospel reading, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between being a servant and being a child. And for once, I'm not going to read the commentary and tell you what somebody else thinks. I'm just going to tell you what I think. I think that this is an example of how someone who wasn't in the know, someone who was part of what was considered at that time very much the other, and his slave, his person who was forced to serve him, somehow, even through the constraints of that broken and wicked social system, knew Christ, recognized Christ, trusted Christ, and obeyed Christ. Let's change the word obeyed. And entered into cooperation with Christ. If they could do that, how much more could we, who theoretically already recognize ourselves not as servants or slaves, but as children of God, enter into cooperation with God? See God, recognize God. Everywhere. Not just the places we painted God into. We are more than servants and slaves coerced into doing God's bidding. We are God's children invited into co-creation of heaven. Invited into cooperation with the Almighty. Let us rise into that invitation. Let us live forward freely into the beauty of that partnership. I am awed and humbled by God's invitation that he would value my input, that he made me specifically to contribute something that only I can give. God, give us the eyes to see our own worth and the worth of all of God's children and to value our unique contributions, to stop trying to fit us all into a mold and labeling it. Heaven help me, I am so tired of feminine and masculine Let us see personhood. Let us see somehow and both, or both and, I guess is the better way to say it, both our uniqueness and our participation in the greater community. Maybe the best way to say that is both our blessed and lovely uniqueness and also our universality, our connectedness, our interconnectedness. God, I am no longer willing to be patient with injustice, with labels 
and constraints. Help me to break free in a way that is gracious and kind and loving. Sorry if I sound discouraged, I just am. <laughs> and so I give it up to God. Lord, I sacrifice all of my energy for your purpose. I offer it up to you, all that I am and all that I have and all that you made me to be. Help me to focus and refine it. Amen. God, I trust in you. I trust in you for my personal healing, for the healing of my loved ones, especially those that I named earlier today and hold in the light right now in this moment. And I trust in you for the healing of all your creation, all of your children, every system on this earth. It is too much for me to lift, but it is not too much for you. And I add my prayers to the prayers of all who know you, God, all of your faithful, no matter by what name they call you. And I pray for justice and freedom and the breaking of bondage. Amen. The General Thanksgiving on page 101 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, Mother of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. 
We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.